Hey, welcome back, listeners. Post Christmas episode right after this is Boxing Day.、Uh, I'm your host, Chris, with another episode for you. We got a big gang here. I think this is the biggest since probably like our 200th episode gala or whatever we did one of those. So, here, I'll, I'll take attendance. Liza,、hey. what's up? Teen. Ho, ho, ho. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Philip. Present. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. And Jong. What's up? And What's we, up? Got, we got the truant Jess. We'll give her detention, but she is dealing with a team you were saying he should be She's rowing a boat in her own apartment. Yeah, her condo's flooded and the plumbers didn't come. So,、yeah. <laughs> she's, she's like, like one of those cartoon characters when their robot's sinking and they got to like, get the, the bucket and bail out their boat. Yeah, so with this episode, we're, we're just going to hit up a lot of topics because, I mean, Christmas just、uh, came and went.、Uh, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I, I just kind of like、uh, have been a bit offline. So I'm not quite sure what's happening, but a lot of things were happening leading up to it. So I think we're just going to go through those. And if anyone has something they want to talk about, just jump in. I think this will be kind of a looser episode. So、uh, why don't we check in on how everyone's Christmases were?、Uh, Liza, wh- what about you? I watched a lot of movies and ate a lot of food. And、um, I, I would say that, like, last Christmas, we were, well, we were still in lockdown. And then this Christmas, it's like because of、uh, Omicron, Omicron、um, we kept it pretty low key. Like, nobody had any parties. And, you know, the family kind of just,、uh, everyone just did their own things, which I,、uh, hopefully, none of them are listening to this. So I hope that <laughs> stays that way. Because. T- <laughs> I actually prefer just,、um, just doing Christmas with like, just the kids and you know, just the immediate family.、Mm-hmm. Do you usually have like, a big、like, like、bonanza that just didn't happen this year, or is it usually like, you're, just your family? Yeah, it's usually like a, it's usually like a big thing, and、uh, I, I like it better to not do the、mm. big thing.、Uh, Philip, what about you? How's your Christmas? Well, my side of the family, we had our Christmas cancer for the second year in a row because we are good、oh, about following、sucks. lockdown rules and we're、Oof. actually locking down like、uh, family gatherings are no larger than, like household gatherings are no larger than、uh, 10 people now in Ontario. So we thought, you know, with a few people who are kind of like ill and stuff, and you just didn't want to have this whole Omicron thing go out, get out of hand. So we canceled that side. But on my wife's side, we had、um, her family come in from the UK、uh, with, with our niece and nephew every year. Ah,、oh, that's a safe country to come in from. Yeah. Well, you know、yeah. what? They, they, brought, they brought disease. They brought disease、uh-huh. with them. It just wasn't、yeah. COVID. Oh, they, no. They tested、uh, negative for COVID, but they brought a stomach flu, which took out everybody、uh, in the family、oh, except for me. Oh, man. So, yeah, it was bad. Like, my, yeah, my father in law was like, he sounded like a fucking zombie during Christmas. So, U- UK is a land of plague. They got, yeah, they, they got don't the give hoof, a shit. Yo, the today. Hoof mouth, the, today what is it? The, Hoof and mouth disease. They, are, they have、Mad、an cow, outbreak of hoof and mouth disease? What?、Yeah. You mean、yeah. foot and mouth? Foot, foot and mouth. Foot, foot, and, foot and mouth. mouth. Oh, the same thing, yeah. One of, one of those animal based、yeah. ones. Yeah.、Um, I mean, England、Mad、especially,、cow. right? Like today,、uh, everywhere, like every country in the UK except for England locked down further. So anyway, Christmas is good. We had good food. It was so great, you know. There you But, go.、Uh, yeah. yeah.、Um, every, anyone else jump in?、Uh, tell us about your Christmas. No need for me to call on you like the teacher. Last Christmas,、uh, you know, I gave someone my heart. I was going to. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, boy. No, no. Let the, I've been.、Um, I, I made a prime rib for the first time. Hey, I did.、Oh, dude, I saw those well, pictures. Well, it wasn't my、man. first time, but、um, I made prime rib as well. How, Here's how the did it turn out? You got to get. It, I knocked it out of the park. You got to get,、uh, get the thermometer, the meat thermometer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because it is a, it's not cooking, it is simply a, a, an issue of. 
of proper measurement. Because like if you get it to the right temperature, it's going to be good. Where, where do you get your meat from, though? Like Costco or something? Costco, yeah. Because oh, they have yeah. they actually have prime. Costco prime has great meat. Mm-hmm. They actually have prime, yeah. prime rib, which is a big. It is literally more than twice the price of Choice. So it's like $26 a pound for prime. Right, because wow. Choice and then there's choice Prime, about, right? Prime is choice like is the, about $13 yeah. a pound. Yeah, but but mm-hmm. if you go to Butcher, because uh, like two years ago, I cooked Primer for the first time. I went to a Butcher. Prices must have risen. Now it's like $35 a pound at my local Butcher. And I was Damn. like, I, I want to support you. That's but, high. That's, that's high. high. So I went to Costco as well, mm-hmm. and it turned out really well. But today, the day after Christmas, I made steak sandwiches. Nice. The best sandwiches I've ever had. It, it was so, so amazing. <laughs> that I mean, sounds awesome. Everyone go to my Instagram. I put up pictures of it. If you're not following me, uh, listeners, why the hell are you not? Go look at it. it, it oh, my God. It was so good. I was, what kind of bread do you use? Uh, I just got the Trader Joe's Italian bread. I just like, kept okay. it simple. Mm-hmm. But uh, put at like um, uh, mustard aioli, uh, herb, garlic, butter, mozzarella cheese. Look at you getting fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen the movie Pig? Uh, no, oh, no, not oh, yet. Oh, Nicolas Cage? <laughs> the new one? I want it, to make... So the movie is divided into different sections, and each act is uh, has a title of a of a dish. You know, okay. like, it, oh, like okay. one act will be... Act three, for example, is called like um, Salted Baguette, and uh, I forgot what the bird he cooked was. But I don't know, just everything in it, all the meals I want to make. Yeah, because he plays like a chef, right? In that movie he's a chef and the pig is his truffle his pig. truffle pig right and mm-hmm. then someone like steals his pig mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right relating to truffles did you see that that um like farmer in california had planted truffles like it like yeah. nine years ago yeah, I saw that. and they finally got their first truffle yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah but it's like gold it's like black they call it like black gold right if i um, didn't see the movie pig before reading that article I don't think I would have truly understood like what right. really goes into all of truffle farming. And I think it's like the first truffle in, like that was natively came from mm-hmm. California. So it's actually a, sort of a big deal. How, oh, many damn, years, really? how many years was it? Yeah. Like 10 years? How long? Not, he, he, had, he had like planted the fungus like nine years ago or like seeded oh, okay. the fungus or something. So it's like it's like less of a weight than whiskey, right? Whiskey is like 12 years, 16 years, you know? That's like true. Scotch. But like, yeah, I mean, but I think it's less sure, right? Like it, uh, it's, okay. it's really a crapshoot. Like, yeah. John, I want to know what your Christmas is like because you're kind of like stuck in your Airbnb, right? You just came to New York City, yeah. Right in the nick of time, like how was it for you? Uh, it was super low key. I mean, we we wa- I came with my girlfriend, um, and for Christmas Eve, we like walked around. We you know did like what was relatively safe, walking around and exploring neighborhoods. Um, and then we went out to dinner, had a bunch of leftovers, so we just kept it easy. Like we thought it was gonna, or I thought at least it was gonna rain, so we like planned to do laundry. It did Watch rain some shows. at least Christmas morning. Yeah, yeah, a it little did bit. Rain. Yeah, it not did rain. not nearly as much as I thought, but also we were just beat. We had we like covered seventeen miles, so I was oh, ready for man. a wow. foot. Holy nice. shit! Yeah, yeah. What? Just, like, That's nice crazy. walk, man. We like wow. Just kind of wandered from neighborhood to neighborhood and winded around. Looked at basically every block. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Very walk. cool. All right. Yeah, we ran All into right. that. Uh, oh. Oh, no, no, sorry. Chris is like, all right, uh, that's enough. All right, yeah, all right. <laughs> that's enough like, story. I want to learn more about your walk, on a schedule here. I, yeah, I, I, and Adam, I want you to close this out. With, like, let's not forget you. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, no, we just had a very small um, Christmas thing. My my uh, my brother was going to come in, but uh, he decided, you know, it wasn't worth it because of... Oh, he uh, didn't come in at all? 
No, he didn't come at all. Oh well. So uh, you know, he, I, I feel bad because I haven't. I don't think I see my brother in a couple of years, uh, and he's sort of yeah. on his own out there in in, in Reno. Um, but fortunately, my my aunt was able to come, so my my mom and my aunt came to our place, and we just had a small four person um, Christmas uh, just dinner, or I guess you know lunch dinner sort of thing. Um, so it was nice. Yeah, Adam, you win my... the you win the good New Yorker prize because you you unilaterally canceled. <laughs> yeah, uh, it the sucked, Knicks game. Man. We were all supposed For... to go to the Knicks game. I yeah, think you made the right birthday. call. I think you made yeah. the right call. <laughs> but did but, they uh, win or lose? They won that game. Oh, okay. Um, it, but uh, it, you know, it's like, funny the because players out on COVID anyway. Uh, yeah, that's the thing, right? Like so many players are out, but I think the Knicks have like I don't know whatever they have. They happen to have um, they're good players. Not that the Pistons are that great anyway. Um, but it was good because I, I don't go to the games and, and the, the, the chances of the team winning go up. So like if I don't watch the game <laughs> sure. or if I don't go to the game, like Chris knows, like when we watch the Spurs games, we always lose. Yeah. So I can't watch them. Good, good <laughs> thing I think they should have canceled the game, man. No, like, I, I, uh, yeah, I mean, that was really things. messed up. I think it's a money grab where they're just like, eh. Yeah. Man. And they don't let you, um, they a, charge you more money. A super spreader event, man. Yeah, like um, Ticketmaster charges you more money to be able to get like a full refund, but obviously mm. you don't get that fee back. Mm. So um, yeah, so it's like it, w- it was a mess, but yeah, I mean it sucked to have to cancel it because you know I really wanted to see everyone, but you got to do what's safe. Um, so are NCAA games getting canceled too? I have no idea. Probably. I'm just gonna say the NBA owes me like a hundred bucks, and over the course of my lifetime, I'll, I'll get it back yeah. somehow. I'll pod. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, all this talk about Christmas uh, is—it's like our second Christmas during COVID, and uh, it just got me thinking. Like, wow, it's been almost two years, and there, it, there's well, okay. Let's just talk about this one tweet that I came across. It's by—I think she's a writer for the New Yorker. Her name's Helen Rosner. The only person, I, the reason I know this person was during the whole like bad art friend saga. I think she was one of the worst people uh, from the get-go, uh, taking absolutely the wrong side and trying to conjure up her little blue check army against the the righteous person in that whole story. Do you so know how like, bad you have to be to be the bad per- one of the bad people in the bad art friend like <laughs> ongoing saga? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, no no one was like a good person in that, <laughs> that story. I don't know. I will stick up for Don Dorland, but uh, anyway, going to this. Okay, so I'll read this tweet. The first time I heard about the coronavirus, I was 37, and in a few weeks, I'll be 40, and I know time is fake and age means nothing, and base 10 is arbitrary, but I'm still so fucking irritated about this. And I just just thought that was an interesting sentiment, um, because it's like, yeah, it has been two years, and I'm sure there are a lot of people who feel like they have lost uh, some, I mean, mean, time is precious to everyone, but it seems like she took it especially hard because she just happened to turn 40. So I was wondering, you know, we're all at different stages of our lives and i don't mean just by age but whatever we're pursuing um what are, what are your guys' thoughts what are your experiences i'm sure our listeners would like to know so whoever wants to start go ahead i also turned 40 during covid so did like I. last year i turned 40 in november so smack in the middle of a very long lockdown okay all right why don't you guys go first then because you, you are like just like helen rosner in terms of age well i think that possibly it seems like those who are in families or paired up had a completely different COVID experience than people who are single because I don't know, like mm-hmm. I, I'm mm-hmm. probably going to remember my 40, my 40th birthday as like one of the best birthdays ever because Aww, it was just, that's, that's it so was cute. just <laughs> family. And like, there was no pressure to do like a big, like, 
this is 40 kind of celebration. Yeah. Oh, it's such right. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like you can just celebrate it with the people that you love. And I'm like, this is exactly what I wanted 40 to be like. It's just like the kids and like the family. You know, it's like my husband and my dad were there. And it's like, mm-hmm. we're just sitting around watching Jackie Chan movies. Nice. <laughs> and just, you know, nice. we're eating like frozen food from Costco that we just heated up. And I'm like, this is perfect. You, you always tweet out your like movie marathon lineup. It always sounds fun. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's always fun. I wish yeah. I could just sit in a house and just watch movies. You know what I love is I love to hear, to um, I like to hear the kids' takes when they watch all of these, like, my favorite movies and they see oh, it for, like, cool. the first time. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, their takes <laughs> on Matrix or, like, uh, let's see, Mikey watched Fight Club for the first time this oh, week. Oh, wow, oh, okay. Wow. Man, it's a big mm-hmm. one. And he so, watched The Departed. <laughs> okay. How, how does Mikey feel been- about, about debt and credit now? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's because he's been hearing, you know, he's very influenced by uh, like Plan A, so he oh, understands whoa. the whole. Nice. He understands um, the whole like yeah. capitalism versus socialism, being community minded, uh, uh, being like trapped in this never ending like consumerist culture. Wait, yeah. our, the our Plan A. That's what he's getting from. <laughs> Smart you talk about that. I thought Smart. we were just doing shit, shitting on. Well, it's lids. filtered through me. Sure. Oh, okay. Of gotcha. Uh, that makes sense. The take home points. <laughs> that just makes make, sense. We just make. We just talk Twitter. That's what. We, right. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, That's cool, though. But he. I mean, the, the he got the he got the thread like Matrix and Fight yeah. Club. He saw the similarities. You know, mm. similar themes. So he got that. Um, but like, but back to the whole like COVID thing. Um. I don't know. I feel I feel like if you are single in this in this thing, like I can kind of relate to her because if I was 37 and then single and mm. then turning 40 in the middle of this, like let's be real, it's not easy for women to 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 pair up after 40. It's sure. just harder mm. to get dates. I'm sorry, but it yeah. is especially if you're doing like online dating because it's so hard to go out and like meet people in real mm. life now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Fair. And like I, I don't know where Helen Rosner lives, but like probably I live in, a, so I live in a small town. Yeah. So I would probably feel just as isolated as she does. Right. Um, but on the other hand, like uh, because I'm on the opposite end of it, it's like I feel like I've thrived. I always relate well to those um, those great reset kinds of articles or Twitter threads when people talk about how they've reassessed what's important to them. And I think there's a lot of people who came out of lockdown i'm not going to call it post-pandemic but lockdown mm-hmm. um and quarantine with like a renewed sense of self and purpose um definitely healthier eating and sleeping habits people exercise more i definitely do and then like just stronger bonds with your loved ones like you find out like who do you really care mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. adam what about you you said you turned 40 yeah well my i just turned 40 on monday um so um but yeah no i i I, I agree, Eliza, that I think that there's definitely um, a broad difference for people who were either, you know, were married or mm-hmm. had kids and, and sort of could uh, be through this sort of lockdown or, or through this period uh, and, and, and are living with other people mm-hmm. um, and people who are completely single, right, and sort of living mm-hmm. on their own. Yeah. Um, and, you know, <laughs> I wish I could say that I had, like, better sleeping habits and everything. I don't think I do. I think I probably have worse. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I, I yeah, like, my, my my lockdown was totally different. Like, yeah, and it, and it kind of sucks, uh, like, just as, as Team was mentioning, that um, I couldn't have sort of a, a big party or an event with 
uh, my friends um, that I, I would want to have had. But, um, you know, I was with my wife. Um, you know, I, could, I, I was able to see my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the bonds, the strong bonds I already had with the people that I care about just grew stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know whether I, I'm sort of, it's hard to say whether I'm sort of not where I would have been. You know, sort of like, like if I sort of went on pause or not, I don't know. Um, but I feel like I did okay. Like I'm all, I'm all right still. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And um, yeah, I, I, I mainly feel really badly for, you know, the kids who are probably like, uh, who are like uh, juniors or so, like uh, freshmen in high school or the maybe ones like who freshmen like are or, missing or out in college. On, like they miss out on prom and graduation and stuff. Yeah. Or just yeah. sort of like school is just completely different. Like how do you – how do you like become? Uh, how do you, how do you go to college and then you you go to you know, you're go, you're transitioning from like high school to college and sort of being dependent on your family for everything and then sort of stepping into your first freedom, I guess, I mean, away from your your family, um, but you can't really right because of some situation that's completely out of your control. Um, so yeah, I I worry more about that. Like I'll, I'll be okay. Um, so. Yeah, so that that's sort of how I. So yeah, I don't know if I completely can vibe with the uh, Hel- with Helen Rosner, but I feel all right. I don't feel like that sad. I didn't have a huge blowout fortieth. A know? couple of months ago, I think it was Elizabeth Brunig wrote this thing in the Washington Post about the joys of being a young mother, and that set off a huge controversy because I think a lot of people, mainly women, were felt like I think they got resentful at her that she was. Resentful uh, is the right word because I don't find many problems with the kind of stuff that she writes about. I'm just like, why wouldn't she feel? Why wouldn't she feel comforted by being a, a young mother in this? Right, I think in normal times, people would have still gotten pissed off anyway. But uh, I saw people uh, tweeting at her saying something like, "Basically, I've lost like a year of my fertility," and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, oh. that is probably well, that true. Is true. For, yeah, true. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and like. I, there's got to be going to be like big social ramifications before this, right? I mean, people, whether it's whether it's just like dating or or child having, or just in general, like students missing out or workers getting, you know, just like, like what what do you guys think but in wasn't general? Wasn't that big a like detriment? Like, weren't people still dating? I mean, Chris, you were dating, right? Like, am I, I the only like single person? I mean, I've been, I've been seeing someone for the last few months, but am I? I think John, only, you, me, we'll see if the, that's true. That means that you met someone during COVID. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I would say starting from about spring of 2021, dating started getting normal again. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And I guess, you know, I, I was like careful, but I also wasn't super like, you need to, you know, sign this, you know, some kind of form uh, before we can even hug. I wasn't like one of those people. So more or less, it felt pretty normal, but uh, maybe some people were more uptight about it. I'm not sure. Right, well, yeah, I was going to ask, like, did the nature of the dates change or did you or did, was, I, I like, would were say the if, dates the same? I would say from spring onwards, no. But before that, it was kind of weird because it was like, you know, normally you meet up for first time, you would probably at least like maybe probably hug or something. But even that was weird because it was like. I don't want to know, like, do I have to ask first? If I do, it kind of, it kind of just like kills the mood. <laughs> so yeah. I, but it was, wasn't that uh, one of the new, like interesting kind of dividing lines or, or things that came up in online dating was that people would post their like vac status in their. Yeah. Yeah. Do that, right. But I yeah. think at this point, especially in New York city, 
everyone i think yeah. assumes you're vaccinated but yeah it was definitely you put a little sticker in the corner of your profile picture and it says vaccinated or mm-hmm. something like that it was <laughs> it was a hot vac summer for sure if you're if you're vaccinated and you're younger i think <laughs> most people kind of you know it's like i kind of i mean i don't know if this is the the best comparison per se because the stakes are you know higher with coronavirus with covid but um uh, not just for yourself, but people around you. Uh, but it's kind of felt like, you know, like regularly doing your STI panels, right? Like <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah. you're, you're kind of, you've been checked out and you've got, you've got the, uh, certificate of cleanliness. Right. Hey, but John, John, so like now you're, you're sort of, uh, how long uh, did you start living with your, um, are, are you, are you and your girlfriend living together? And when did that sort of, did that happen during COVID or, did, or were you guys sort of, uh, shacked up before then um she's had her own place so she would come over and would stay over like a couple weeks um you know we'd spend a lot of time together but we both also had our own spaces uh early during when like everything was locking down she was already over so we figured okay we don't know where this is going let's just play it safe um and let's lock down together and so we locked down for like three four months together and then as things kind of started to seem like it was a little bit more chill, um, we kind of went back to living in our own spaces and we just kind of go back and forth. But the last couple of months we've been traveling, um, which I know is not great. Um, but, uh, it, you know, as here we, we like in New York right now, we're sharing mm-hmm. an Airbnb together. Right, so. right. So that's interesting. I mean, that's sort of, you know, you weren't single, right? So you weren't dating like Chris was or, or trying to date, but you sort of were in the beginnings of, of a relationship or, or maybe a different phase of your relationship, um, um, right? Uh, yeah, I don't like, really, uh, n- no, not exactly true, no? but I don't okay. really want to expand too much on no, it. No, no, you don't have um, to. I just feel like it's a, it was, it's a, yeah, it's fine. It just seems a, But a I'll, I'll just say people are definitely going on dates and people are, Definitely, um, uh, everyone's got a different approach, but for the most part, it's just kind of like, yeah, are you vaxxed? Okay, great. I'm going to take you on your word for it. And that's kind of, kind of, it's like the same situation with like STIs, right? Like you don't really know you're, you're kind of trusting the honesty and, um, and the character of the other person to like be, be truthful about what kind of health risks or factors they bring to the table. And, and COVID is one of them. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I mean, I can feel for this woman, but if, if, you know, somebody really wants to meet somebody, there were people out there meeting each other for sure. Yeah. This is- but, but this could also not even be about dating. I mean, she could be married for all we know, but she's just talking about missing yeah. out on life in general. For sure. Which, um, yeah. No, I get that. I mean, there's some I, irritation. I just don't think there's like one clear story for any group, right? Like even thinking yeah. about like, you know, this idea of like, if you're, if you're single, it's more miserable. If you're in a relationship, it's not like even that kind of narrative isn't clear. Cause there's been a whole bunch of reports about how like domestic violence has gone up and divorces have skyrocketed true. because couples are like yeah. now forced to reckon with each other in a <laughs> confined space, you know, for some time. So forced yeah. to reckon. Yeah. yeah. So there's all that shit too, right? So there's no, cl- I don't think there's a clear story. It's just like, what have, you know, what have you experienced yourself? Um, sounds like it's been pretty decent for at least our group here. Yeah. Knock on wood. I think it like how your reaction to the really 
um, depends on just how much you depend on like social exposure, right? Like for people that are starting families, they're, they're kind of not, their behavior is naturally going to lean towards spending a lot of time with their family anyway. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 Um, Whereas like if you're looking today or you're looking to expand, like maybe you're looking to switch careers, right? And you were really, you know, you're really hoping to like network a lot and go to a lot of, you know, depending, especially like what your particular industry is. Maybe you're an artist or you're a musician, like you really depend on that, that kind of social. Yeah, but you know what though, honestly, man, I'm just like, I really don't care (laughs) because I think the thing that's really disappointing uh, about COVID for me is not, um, I mean, I can sympathize, you know, like with, uh, like my nephews, for example, you know, like their, their um, high school experience has been made very, um, you know, they've, they've, they've had to miss out on a lot of things and people who are in college, I, I really feel bad for them because they're, I mean, who wants to go to college, you know, and, and be remote and all that. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that's missing is that this is something that we were supposed to come together as not just even a country, like it is a global thing. True. It is yeah. a, I was watching, uh, you know, I won't say who I was watching because it's, it's, no one wants to hear it. But I was watching like a comedy um, special on Netflix and they were talking about how this was um, like the first time that everybody on the planet had the same problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we we just we didn't we we failed the test to be like maybe this will make us come together and this as an even though it's a negative experience like it's something that we are enduring together all at the same time and I think it failed because we just didn't really believe that this was a problem I think a lot of us just felt like and 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 her tweet reeks of this. Mm-hmm. is this idea that it's like I would be fine going out. Like I don't know what the big deal is, but apparently we're not supposed to and apparently they're making a big deal out of this apparently <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah, you could say that. And yeah. uh and I think this is a thing where it's like we are not particularly uh you know invested in getting through this uh together because we're like I don't think I have I'm at risk of dying. And most of us by far, you know, we're not at risk of dying. It has never been about that. From day one, it has been about the healthcare system. It has been about like how this somewhat marginal increased risk will absolutely fuck up our healthcare, uh, our our hospitals. Yeah. And so it's about you know I remember in the early days, like in my neighborhood, um, Elmhurst Hospital was like the most overrun covid yeah they were in the news like every on day earth. It, you guys have those, crazy, you guys those crazy refrigerator trucks driving around i saw right? those refrigerator yeah, trucks yeah, yeah. i walked by it mm-hmm. and every every afternoon you know the neighborhood would you know people would start banging pots and pans out the windows in support of the people at the hospital because we understood that that's where the shit was going down and i saw all this stuff online these snarky people in manhattan going like don't you think it's so lame that people are doing this Ugh, you know and i'm like you know people don't give a fuck and I think that tweet is exempt to me. I don't care because I'm like, that exemplifies this like, you know, oh, look at all the things that I had to give up. I had to give up like a normal dating life. And I, you know, like whatever. Mm. Meanwhile, how many fucking nurses had to have died? Yeah. 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 Right. Like shut yeah. the fuck up and, you know, have a little bit of compassion for like the people who have had to look this thing right in the face for the past two years 
and you're worried about your dating life, I, I'm sorry. Irritated. I just don't she she used the word irritated. Right. She's yeah. irritated. I just don't yeah. care. I think maybe, yeah, th- there's definitely, you can look at it that way. I think maybe if she was saying like why she did this or wrote this tweet, maybe she's angry that people didn't take it seriously enough and she still has to deal with it two and a half years later. She's like, if we had just done whatever for six months or a year, we could have been past this. No, but no, still there's no way to, I don't think there's any way to read this tweet. Like, then she would have just said it. No, I, I know. I'm not trying to defend her. I'm just saying that maybe that's what she would say. I mean, you are I don't necessarily that's okay. get that. <laughs> that's fine. I'm just saying I don't think she's worthy of it. <laughs> well, I'm not, also, trying, I'm not trying to defend her. He basically just described the plot of Don't Look Up. Oh, I want to see that. Yeah. I'm actually going to watch like right after this I actually recording. really want to see my, that. Yeah. I loved it. I feel like there's a direct correlation between people who think like this woman and and like the people that just understand like, well, this was the first time that everyone on the planet had to deal with something and we can't fucking get it together because everyone sucks. While you were describing that, Teen, it actually reminded me of uh, the plot of the Watchmen, both the comic and the movie, mm-hmm. right? Because the whole point was that there was this nuclear war brewing between like Americans and the Soviets or whatever. And the whole like conspiracy to stop it was to like introduce an exterior or an external threat by like an alien in order to get mankind to rally around you oh. know, this one threat. So yeah, that, that was this, Watchmen. Yeah, yeah it, was the, it was the same Good. thing. Team building uh, exercise. Actually, uh, that's a yeah. that's a great way to transition, I think, to the next topic. Unless people uh, have something else they want to say about this, please do. But uh, the next thing that uh, we could talk about, speaking of Cold War, external threats and all that, this this guy, Jesse Kelly, who, whose name just sounds very Fox News. I have no idea who this guy is. is, is what, is he a radio host or something? I'm not sure. But <laughs> He's he, got two first uh, names, yeah. He was kind of <laughs> uh, floating around in the internet sphere because he was on Tucker Carlson and said something, and I quote, we don't need a military that's woman-friendly, that's gay-friendly. We need men who want to sit on a throne of Chinese skulls, but we don't have that now. We can't get women off of naval vessels. That should be step one, but most are pregnant anyway. And then, <laughs> Oh, man. So rambling. I mean, I mean, you've seen that uh, No, before, I have, right? but I didn't, I, didn't take the, I didn't read the last part of that. The most oh, of them really? are pregnant anyway. <laughs> So this kind of became controversial. I think uh, the typical like blue check blue uh not blue dog that's the wrong term but you know blue wave type of person was like oh he's so misogynist he's so sexist and and they didn't care about the whole like throne of skulls chinese skulls Mm -hmm. thing which is by far the worst thing he said why what what did you guys think of this tweet (laughs) i think jesse kelly's deep in the closet this is my first time seeing it (laughs) wait wait why do do you say closet like like did he say something weird no, he, just comes, he just comes across as gay. Okay. I, think, I didn't actually see the interview. Really so. that, no. <laughs> I, I, I remember I said that on, on Twitter because I, would, I, I mean, I honestly do. I was like, if you listen to him talk and just the way he, it just seems like he's overcompensating a little bit, especially with the whole like how he hates gay people in the military and stuff. And <laughs> this like this weird, like, you know, um, hyper masculine, like, you know, overcompensation. Like we need, we need soldiers that want to, yeah. And also his voice. Like, he said, we need soldiers that want to sit on a throne of skulls, Chinese skulls. And um, I don't know. It just Pretty came hyperbolic. across as kind of buffoonish. Cause I thought he was really over. He was like overcompensating. A lot of people took offense at the Chinese skulls thing. I just thought it was kind of hilarious. Like, Man, I thought like a red Corvette was overcompensating. Yeah. <laughs> a throne of skulls, you know, be a break. The, the tiny bit in his uh, in the the tweet, like the little clip from Fox News um, that stuck out to me, was that 
he talks about how like, oh, you know, there's more important things we should be focused on, like climate change. Like the only time these like right wings ever mention climate change is when it's like, oh, we should focus on, you know, something like that. But instead we have like a sissy military. It's just, it's just very, you know, infuriating for them to kind of bury it in, in that way. Um, especially burying the bit about the Chinese skulls as well. So I don't know. Same old shit from Fox News. I don't, I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah. And then there was a follow-up tweet because he got a lot of attacks from it. And he said, I'm the furthest thing in the world from being anti-Asian. I've been a of supporter course. of Bruce Lee for quite some time. Oh, now yeah. this, I'm sure oh, he was trolling. Yeah, There's yeah like, that's just trolling. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's just trolling. Just, and then some on, people man. got outraged. But mm. here I was just like, he's obviously not being serious. He knows he's trying to uh, push some buttons. So, you know, let's not be so... Don't take the bait on that. Yeah, l- let's not be so naive to think this. Yeah, but... Yeah, so I think he is playing this part, and it's this is what we talk about when the world can't cooperate. It's just become this thing. I mean, I saw somebody tweeting about how Reddit was celebrating how Spider Man was now the number one movie uh, instead yeah. of some Chinese movie. And be like, like uh, no, that it was number one even without Chinese participation. But but also because the uh, the number one movie before that was the Battle uh, of Lake Changjin. Oh yeah. So that oh, that okay. was the big thing. And I, like, I, I think people do need to take that seriously, though. The the um that because I I mean I know that he didn't think to intend that to be like a racial thing or whatever, but like wait, which which racial thing? What? The whole like Chinese skulls. I th- I know he meant that as like China is our enemy, and so you know it wasn't more like yeah, let's like ethnically hunt down Chinese people, and but that is kind of what he's saying. Like, That's the you know serious. I mean? like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, he's no, the, the imagery. He's I mean, serious about that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I think like there's this thing where people are saying like they're fe- they're feeling quite free to say like what they want to do to Chinese people, like we like take their skulls off and make a chair out of it. But like, uh, you know, it's it it's kind of like running up against it. I think that is a very white supremacist thing because it's kind of like we're a white country and we're fighting the Chinese. There isn't like any recognition that there are Chinese people in America. There are Asians in America. Like it's not like I think it's always a it's always a white person saying that because I think that they have a white nationalist, white supremacist belief that at its core you see and I see this online on Twitter all the time. And it's not just like conservatives or right wingers. I mean, left wingers, liberals think this, too, that really America. Come on, guys. It's white, right? It's a white country. Um, And so. I think that it is worth pushing back on that because I think that that assumption still is very uh, deeply embedded where it's like, oh, it's like us white Americans versus the Chinese. Could you you guys see him describing it as a throne of Russian skulls? Yeah, see, that's a little... It's a well, little maybe they said weird. that during the, the height of Cold War. I mean, I, I don't know that period very well. But the thing is also the the people... Remember, the always excuse is, oh, we, just, you know, we don't like the Chinese government. The people are great. But then... Right. He didn't say throne of, you know, party right. official skulls. That's right. Right. Uh, or Xi's and, skull. Right. And yeah. And then we see this with the Peng Shui thing where they say, oh, you know, the, the people, it's the people we love. And then if the people don't do what you say, then it's, oh, well, they're, they're just, they like, don't even believe them because they're obviously not trustworthy. So it's like, no, you hate the people. You hate the people if they don't do exactly as you want. I'm I'm of the opinion, like, I don't really, I'm not interested in like, making Americans see the humanity of Chinese. Like, they're not going to. They don't care, right? Uh, I just back, like, to me, I don't really care what's in people's heart. I just care what their politics are. Like, what do they want? 
And that's why I give like Liz Brunig, uh, you know, an A plus on her take on war with China, where she's like, I ain't sending my kids to fucking war over Taiwan. You know, she's like, I'm not losing a kid over fucking Taiwan. And, you know, Noah Smith is on the other end of this trying to be like, no, but we have to, you know, we've got to take it. You know, it's <laughs> like, the, you know, the, the future of American demo- values is on the line. She's like, yeah, well, then you go, motherfucker. She's like, I don't care about Taiwan. And I, there's no way I would ever want to send my kid there for to save a fucking island in the middle of nowhere, like on the other side of the planet. So, you know, why don't you just shut the fuck up? And honestly, I completely back what she's saying. I'm like, I don't know why any American would want to lose their life over uh, defending Taiwan. The, the microchips, the microchips. Yeah, the mic- like, I just don't <laughs> like, I think I, instead of being like, oh, no, think about the humanity of the Chinese. You know, she's just like, no, why do we care uh, about this? And I just think that's such a like a much more practical and realistic anti-war stance. And so I completely back that notion of like, this is not in your best interest. So back off. Yeah, I wonder if that comes from stems from some kind of like distaste for a hot war after Afghanistan, Iraq, like you know all the recent bullshit. Yeah, I, I don't think Americans want to go yeah. to another war. I think it's these. It's always these like you know like lumpy forty-five-year-old white men who definitely wouldn't have to serve because they're too old, <laughs> um, who don't have kids that would serve because you know there's they don't no have way kids. To- they don't have kids or they know that their kids, kids are going to get shape drafted. Or, or their kids, they're not, they're not going to enlist. They won't be they're odds, right? Yeah. So they're, they're not going to enlist. They're going to Yeah, so they're the ones that are talking all tough and stuff going, oh, I want to sit on a throne of Chinese skulls. And I'm like, yeah, but you're not going to be doing it, right? It's going to be some, like, uh, Mexican kid from L.A. that. that oh, yeah, this other thing, right? Forced. Yeah. The military is very. Um, so shut the fuck up. Non, yeah, it has a, has a large non-white population. Yeah, it's going to be non-white guys you know, and girls giving up their lives, poor ones, a lot of them from like Latin America doing this. And then it's going to be like the old fucking white men taking credit for it and being like, oh yeah, this makes my dick fig feel big again. You know, it's, it's just like, you know, I don't know. What's new. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What's new, right? Exactly. You know? So I don't know. I I guess when it comes to this thing, I'm pretty heated about this stuff. So sorry for taking up the bandwidth, but I'm like, I, I support Instead of Asian Americans or Chinese Americans being like, oh, look at my humanity and stuff and don't be racist against me. Fuck it. They're just just take on a, a like a strong anti-war position on this. You know, don't make it racial. Make this an anti-war issue, I think, is the right move. Yeah, and then the whole like, hu- like make them see our humanity. So it's like, OK, so it's like once they see it. Can you ever lose it? Do you got to keep it up? You know, is it like a yearly <laughs> right, report right. card? Yeah. You got to show like you you haven't fallen delusion. below the the threshold of human. It's, it's bullshit. It's and delusion. when has yeah. when has war ever been about how much you care uh, about the people you protect? No, it's purely often just about economic interests. Like do you you know it's it's purely about that. We see that with the, the way America deals with the Saudis and everything. Like yeah, you know, but you know, we need their oil and, and shit like that. So it is complete bogus. And I think it's. I mean, I saw the Chinese skulls thing, and I I, I just thought of like Asian Americans thinking like, oh, well, what is a Chinese skull? Does does my uh does my skull? I'm I'm like from Hong Kong, or I'm like I'm Chinese, <laughs> but I was born in Malaysia. I'm I'm technically Malaysian. Do I fit under this? It's a, that kind of like bullshit. Yeah. It's just like yeah. eh, fuck that. That, uh, that, that, that. That's I think I think that's right. I I I do think that instead of making this into a racial issue, we should turn this into an, a war issue and 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 part and participate in as as Americans, not as 
uh, an Asian minority within America that doesn't feel seen. You know, no, we're Asian people and we have, um, you know, just as strong an interest in not fucking wasting money and life and time in a stupid war over nothing. Do you think COVID accelerated the sort of like internal focus in terms of um, warmongering in that respect? Because like if things were going well here, we might be might feel more free or more able to wage war. Whereas like with things kind of breaking down domestically, there's a, there's a lot more emphasis uh, by Americans as a whole to be like, no, we've got shit to fix at home. I have no idea. All I know is that it took a hell of a lot of, uh, it took 20 years to get out of a bad war in Afghanistan. And now they're starting to talk about going to war in Ethiopia. There was an op-ed saying Ethiopia is a problem that American troops could actually solve. Uh, oh, yeah. They said they want to send serious? troops into uh, Haiti. And I'm like, mm. why don't you not send troops anywhere yeah, and how about shut that? the fuck up? Yeah. Because I don't give a shit about Ethiopia and I don't give a shit about Haiti when it comes to why why we need to be there. Leave them alone. How about that? So, I don't know. Yeah, repurpose those troops to make rapid tests free. Exactly. Uh, did, you, did you guys try buying those like right before Christmas? It was just, it was pretty, uh, I, I saw like lines outside of Walgreens, things like no. that. Why were people lined up so much for testing? Was it so that they could like, I'm so they travelers. could fly. If so, okay. they could go and do their holiday stuff. I see. Gotcha. Yeah. But okay, so all this nonsense, guess who is this incredible breath of fresh air? Our good old friend, <laughs> Mr. Donald Trump. He is on a hot streak. Like every, you know, like great artists oh, or whatever, God. they have that period where it's like their personal golden age and come up with their masterpieces. He's been on one of those lately. He's just been like <laughs> grand slamming um, every day. So first thing he says is, is was that was that the Candace Owens interview? Yeah, it well, was, he had all yes. three of those were in the Candace <laughs> Owens interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, then he had, he had the thing to say about the Olympics. That was, oh, that's think, true. That was something a separate after, interview. That's true. Long story short, he goes on Candace Owens, says that the vaccines were are great. Uh, and, and forgot, he came up with them uh, single-handedly. Yeah. All three he was vaccines. In the lab. It's like I came yeah. up with three of them. And they were all yeah, very, very terrific. Very terrific vaccines. The best thing humans did ever. And then, yeah, and then Candace Owens is like really trying to get him to say something bad about vaccines. But he's like, no, you, you get the vaccine. Um, worst case scenario, you'll just be mildly protected. I guess he's like, nobody's dying because you get the uh, vaccine. And the funniest thing is uh it goes to the end she tries to like throw in a, a dig against china about how they're forcing their kids to wear masks and out of nowhere trump <laughs> lands the flying elbow <laughs> <He's just> like, <laughs> off the top rope <laughs> where he's like well their education is way better than ours they're like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're 44th and there's wow. that but that wasn't the end of it uh, a few days later he calls the uh diplomatic boycott uh, something that makes America, quote unquote, look like sore losers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So what anyway, a character. Yeah. What'd you guys think? <laughs> how, how did she react to that Chinese education thing? Like they cut it. They cut the video. She, yeah, she, I don't oh, really? think she had any idea what to do um, because she can't say like he was lying because he's not lying. <laughs> she's. I think she so. said. Uh, well, she, he goes. You know, they're, they're like number two or three. We're like forty four. Yeah, and I think she said something like, "Yeah, but it doesn't look good, right, with the masks." <laughs> well, yeah, he's like, "It doesn't look like freedom. It it's, good, right? it's awful." Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you think is Trump's angle here? I mean, I think the vaccines—he is, I think, very desperate to leave a lasting legacy. Sure. Uh, but 
he is. I, he does look like he's really going out of. I, I think maybe part of him thinks his whole life will save. I don't know. Like some people said, he's angling for a run in twenty twenty four and thinks that being too anti vax is going to make him unelectable, which sounds like way too calculating for him. Um, but who knows? What do you guys think? I, I think, think he's just, just the uh, greatest troll. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's that and there's an element of self-interest, right? Like he's a, he at least fancies himself. I think he's a businessman. He knows like what the pieces in play are and he wants to be relevant. He wants to be in the stop spotlight because that's how he makes money. His businesses aren't necessarily, you know, his strong suit. And so I think he sees an opportunity to get himself into the conversation again. And he'll say right, whatever but, he needs uh- to. A lot of his supporters are mad at him. And it's not like oh, yeah. liberals are like suddenly going to support him. So that's yeah, what, what if he loses the GOP now because he's too he's pro-vax? Too pro-vax. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would be interesting, which makes me wonder oh, yeah. if this actually comes from a very deep, sincere place. Well, I, you know, part of me feels like, um, you know, he, he, he just he knows that he he strongly like pushed these vaccines. Right. And he sort of moved a lot of things to get them uh, uh created right wait did um, he yeah, oh, yeah i mean okay. he did a lot operation warp speed yeah operation mm-hmm. warp speed which yeah. is in some ways probably the best name for a project but also the the worst <laughs> um because it didn't actually give us warp speed i wish we had actually gotten a warp speed engine but we did get a good vaccines so i think in a way that he's just sort of protecting what he did right he's protecting his legacy he you know he did this um, and, uh, so part of him is just protecting that. Um, and you know, I don't know if he thinks about whether he'll lose the nom or not. I don't know if he really, who knows, maybe he does. And he's playing 40 chess, but, um, for me, I think with the vaxes, he was just like, I did this, it works. And he wants to make sure people know it works and he did it right. Um, with the Chinese education thing, I don't necessarily know why he, he decided to like interject that. Why did he? Why did he so, even know that factoid? Like, which which what the rankings were? Like, he's, I have you no know, idea. It could be that he actually cares yeah. about that. He could. Yeah, I mean, it, it could, could be, be that he it cares. It could be that he's actually like, wait, like they're actually better at uh, education than us, and we shouldn't. We should think about that. We should right, take that, that seriously. Yeah, yeah. Was, is it like say. a? Is it like a very very like? Um, a dig at like teachers unions and it could um, be, and sure. like how they're all pushing like CRT and like he's one could of those be. people that mm. believes that CRT needs to get out of the school system or it needs to get out of the uh, curriculum. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, it, it could be something you like know, that, like, right? They're focusing so much on like DEI and like social emotional learning that like the other, all the other countries are just going to keep, pro- you know, they're just going to keep progressing, propelling ahead in like literacy and math. It certainly, yeah, could be. I have a que- I asked this question on Twitter, and I, I honestly don't. I asked this honestly. What makes Biden a better president than Trump in in the past? You know, uh, uh, know. you know, year plus. Like, what what makes him a materially better president than we had with Trump? I don't know. Let me name something. <laughs> Did he push forward a progressive infrastructure bill? Would Trump not do that in a Trump, time when they Trump need to? Passed, I mean, Trump, Trump, Trump passed, had his bullshit infrastructure bill, right? Half of it, yeah. He did, and he yeah. also he also passed massive stimulus uh, to get us through COVID, right? So he's not he wasn't anti spending. Um, Biden pretty much took his playbook on stimulus and passed stimulus too, right? So yeah, it's not that fine. they're not that different when it comes to government spending. 
So what is it? I think it had more to do with like the kind of rhetoric that Trump. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and I'm know, talking about in material ways, not not like ways. oh, Trump is embarrassing or Trump is a liar. I, I guess mean, I like, would say that like Biden, Biden would like. I'm fine. I'm I'm actually very supportive of a uh, vaccine and mask mandates, but he's not actually enforcing any of them. He's right. just he's just playing to uh, Biden, just playing to his own base. And then when it comes down to actually enforcing any of these mandates, nothing happens. Exactly. He he came out and he said. We are going to beat Omicron and and COVID, but we're not. We're going to do it with vaccines, and and we're not going to. We are not shutting down. There's going to be no lockdowns. He said that uh, a month ago when we found out about Omicron. So he's doing exactly what Trump. He has same same policy as Trump. We're going to win this with vaccines. So when it comes to COVID, his policy is no different, and his results are no different. I mean, the so, only thing I guess you could say that he did that. Trump didn't do is get out of Afghanistan. But that's not true either, because that was that timetable in the agreement with the right. Taliban was set up by Trump. Well, yeah, so, no. Yeah. But it just happened to coincide that Biden was in office. Yeah. But uh, they, they were on the same page. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, certainly. I, I, so I don't I can't see any real difference between Biden and Trump. You know? I would love for Trump uh. to run as a Dem. <laughs> oh, he was—he was a dem oh for a long yeah, time. Yeah, he was. yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what—that's yeah. what I'm saying. I want him to run oh, oh. on the dem ticket. Like I, I would love it. It's a weird. It would be an line. interesting you primary know, you, race. You know what's interesting is like if you go back. I mean, people always say Trump is like a salesman, and the angle everyone wants to, wants to give well, on he is he's a salesman. a salesman or whatever. Um, but they don't ever actually consider that Trump might have actual worldview. And if you go back to when he was like talking about his, you know, his first flirtations with running for president, like way back in, I think, like was it the early or 90s or late 80s, maybe late 80s, late 80s. Right. Yeah. What was he saying back then? He was talking about at that time, like this is prior to China even joining the WTO, which everyone now agrees is a huge mistake and we shouldn't have allowed it and we shouldn't have uh, offshored. You know, we shouldn't have done all the, these uh, uh, offshoring things to China or whatever. He was saying at that time, he was like Japan. He was saying the same things about Japan. He was like, you know, we're subsidizing Japan's economic development to our own detriment. And, you know, we see a ton of Japanese cars in America, but you won't find a single Chevy in Japan. And he was like, we're paying for all of their military. We're wasting hundreds of billions of dollars uh, maintaining air, air for, uh, uh, military bases in Okinawa. And what do we get in return? Nothing. He's been saying that since the late 80s, and he kept to, you know, he's been completely consistent about it. I'm actually defending Trump here. I'm saying that I think Trump actually had a governing philosophy, and I don't think Biden has done anything but more or less just continue in the direction that um, Trump set the country in. I think Trump is, I think Biden is really a continuation of Trump. I don't see any difference. You know, so... I mean, there's I, a difference in like character and integrity, I don't care et about that. but you're just talking about strictly That's, like what is getting done. Well, I mean, I don't even know if he necessarily has a difference in character. Like, I don't think Joe but Biden is necessarily, matter, you know, any more caring. I mean, to be fair, I never really felt that Biden had a vision yeah. to begin with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised that if it is a, effectively just a continuation of policies that Trump put in place. I mean, whatever Trump was for good or bad, I mean, he set the country off going in one direction in a different direction than it had been. And Biden has mostly not reversed course. He's been basically like, the, he's got the ball rolling this way. We're going to go continue that way. Meaning that it was always designed to go this way, right? Or whatever he's doing, I think he's just kind of repeating Trump. You know, I think Trump has been 
a much more like influential president than Biden has been for sure. The crazy yeah, thing is if you, sure. if you ask somebody who's pro Democrat on Twitter, they would give you a whole bunch of, you know, random reasons why <laughs> yeah, they, they would. think they're completely different. <laughs> yeah, right? no, no, they'll focus on personal stuff. Like Biden is, what? Biden is an embarrassing, he at least looks like a president and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't or, care about any of that stuff. But that is actually really the only difference. Like if you have to point out a difference, that's all you can point out. I don't know if, you may not care about it, but these people, you know, like I'm that's saying how in actual material terms, policies, you know, like what is what are they actually doing? Biden, to me, that, that does it really feel that different? Does it feel like the country has gone in a completely different direction under Biden than as for the no? No, it's it, pretty much that, the same. Isn't that kind of also the thing though? Like we always see that like Republicans will just come in and do whatever the hell they want. They're just like deal with it. Are you mad? Right. Um, whereas like whenever Democrats try and get something done, it's just it takes forever. They don't have the balls to just like abuse just do the authority. Yeah, abuse the yeah. authority that they do have, um, <laughs> or like play hardball. They don't know. They they are uh, seem to be incapable of playing any hardball at all, except for the one like you know uh, like Mansion, right? Who's like fuck you? Yeah. I'm going to decide this whole thing for myself. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that's yeah. one of the reasons why. Biden and just the Democrats in general have been really ineffective in terms of like enacting change. Right. They had opportunities. They just were like, Oh, we're going to be the bigger person or the bigger party, I guess, and not do it because that would be uncouth. And I now mean, the midterms are coming up. So not, not you can say what left. you want. You can say what you want about, you know, Dems, Republicans or whatever, but my interest has been, and I've been thinking about this more. I am not a Trump supporter. I don't, tr- I don't support Trump, but I'm just saying that like, I realize that a lot of the stuff that we consider like anti-Trump is just labeling him as crazy and toxic, but it's not actually like a material critique of him as a president. I, I guess. Okay. But because I, I can't draw any real distinction between Biden and Trump. I don't know what the difference is. So Biden may not have done necessarily a lot in terms of like positive improvements. But somebody, <laughs> yeah, you can say that. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would definitely say that. Um, but then I think how some people are also seeing it is Trump made a lot of made had a lot of negative impact, actively negative impact, and so like at least like if you're not going to do good, don't do evil kind of kind of situation. Okay, so Biden. Biden is basically just the only <laughs> he's not doing that- shit, but at least he's not fucking shit up more. No, he is because he's doing he's following in the footsteps of Trump. Right, he's not yeah, continuing like, his policies. Letting yeah. the bad stuff continue to happen is not that great oh for sure it's not it's not but i think some people would just prefer somebody who's not doing shit than somebody who's from their view he's not making it worse yeah he's not making it worse like thank god saying that i don't think that makes any sense yeah i I, 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 i want a president who's actually like got you know some philosophy or got you know vision of what they want to do and as far as i can tell you know we've done nothing but just sort of like continue with the there's a there was such a momentum to trump that it's just continuing on and biden is to to me just no different it's no different i don't understand in 2021 feels no different than 2019 or you know whatever like well yeah and the philosophy that biden has because he hasn't really tried to swim upstream against what the, the direction or the momentum of what trump has done in the in in the ways that matter is that just seems to me that he agrees fundamentally with some of that stuff i think yeah i think i think you're right? digging into the so details. that is his philosophy yeah i think you're digging into the details there's some yeah. like bad things quote unquote bad things that trump did like the muslim ban he also like 
removed a lot of funding from things like environmental protection agencies and so on. Oh, yeah, that's but right. I, I, but I don't think Biden has undone all of them. I, I have not or tracked any, it. Has right, he done any of it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but and, and also with the Olympics ban, right? Because we're going to talk about we've talked that we mentioned that. W- weren't there rumblings about that when Trump was president, too? But the diplomatic boycott or, or just what? a boycott or some sort of something. Um, they just weren't happy. So, like, you could you could make a well, I think I think that that's rolled into a larger thing that Trump started, which was let's antagonize the shit out of China. Sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was a Trump. That was a signature Trump thing. And Biden has just sort of like, you know, Trump basically lateraled the football to Biden and Biden keeps running in the same direction. I mean, he signed that we, that that bill um, yeah. saying that no one can buy stuff from yeah. um, so, from yeah, that area. Right. They're still doing the trade war. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know that what you just said is another salvo in the trade war that Trump started. Yeah. That Biden continued so to give, yeah. give me something. Give me a different. Tell me something that has changed. The infrastructure you know? bill. And as so long as people can't, <laughs> so long as people can't point out a material, like a, a truly material difference between the two, I'm just tired of the liberal. Like some of the cringiest shit that I see these days is are liberals dumping on like, uh, um, dumping on Trump. Yeah, it's tired. Because I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. They're just like, yeah, at least you know, it's all just these like personal sort of classist attacks on Trump and Trump supporters. Is yeah. Brooklyn Dad Defiant still at it too? I, I think Who's I've that? seen him uh, from here to there, but thankfully not as much. I'll just let you guys know we are nearing the one hour mark just to just give a heads up. All right. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, so <laughs> I, I want to watch Don't Look Up. Um, that well, looks really I loved good. it. I, can, I see um, all the criticism about it on uh, on Twitter. I don't care. Yeah, Li- yeah, Liza keeps ragging on me because I keep using pictures from that. Uh, to show how how much uh, declining Leonardo DiCaprio has done in looks, <laughs> and she's saying like, he's supposed to look fat, and he's just playing he's, his role really well. That's yeah. right, that's right. Yeah, he looks like he's playing Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, I want to see. Yeah, so um, he's and, very good in it. I mean, yeah, he's like the whole thing has it has a Jennifer crazy cast. Jennifer Lawrence yeah. is very good in it. Uh, has a crazy good cast. Mark Rylance is almost unrecognizable in it. I won't say who he is, but you'll you'll you'll, you'll see him. Nice. And, you know, Meryl Streep gets a lot of hate, but she's always good. Mm-hmm. She, she, yeah, she's never a bad. bad and Jonah in a bad Hill, movie, yeah. I don't even think he has a script for this movie because he's just like, I, I honestly <laughs> think that he ad libbed every line. He's funny. I have to admit. You know, he is funny. As he's annoying as he is, he's, he's funny. Ariana you know? Grande is really good. I've oh, become an Ariana Grande fan. Like I, I thought like she was just ever this, since like, she became she, ever since she turned Korean, you've been an Ariana. Grande <laughs> yeah, fan. Every, she's Korean now, and I, I have to stand. No, I, I'm just saying that like um, as a musician and as like a vocalist, I, I've gotten to to recognize that she does have talent, and she's just not a. She a, has a Disney, one musical Disney number Channel in the movie. product. Adam is an uh, Ariana Grande fan. And, he celebrates uh, I, I don't even know. Yeah, Ariana. like whatever her birthday. I, I just yeah. Oh, like this he, is my oh, identity now. Short. That's why. Fuck yeah. video games. I'm Ariana. Leo. No. Leo in Don't Look Up looks like um, Brad Pitt in The Big Short. <laughs> yeah, but fatter. <laughs> nice. like, right? Even fatter. Yeah. yeah. Well, Brad Pitt's not. I don't think he's fat in The Big Short. But speaking of movies, I want to go back to an earlier point I made about people touting like spider-man becoming the number one movie in the world it is now you know how in in the u.s there's like the stupid culture wars over the box office and it's like oh let's own 
uh, our enemies. And when we got our movie, which is, you know, Ghostbusters Afterlife versus Ghostbusters 2016. And every two, two months or so, I swear to God, every two months, right on the right on the dot, The Last Jedi starts trending again. It's the oh, same God, tired Why? shit again and again. People are like, just a reminder that The, the Last Jedi is, is the best uh, Star Wars movie. Yeah, something like that. Now, this has gone uh, international geopolitics. Now, th- this is like, Amer- Amer- no, seriously, Americans are like, yeah, yeah. we're nearing a million uh, dead um, yeah, because of COVID, but we, we got the number one movie in the world, baby. We're, we're back. And yeah, just like, and here too. <laughs> we're number one. a bunch of super spreader events to get there too. Ah, Spider-Man God. number one. Now we're sitting on a throne of Chinese skulls. Yeah. And you, and you see this you know, like w- with the whole like culture wars thing because a lot of these anti-woke YouTubers uh, are now trying to claim Spider-Man as a, a victory for being anti-woke. The same Spider-Man what? that turned MJ How Black... That- uh, gave Spider-Man yeah. a Filipino best friend, and I remember when Spider-Man a gay Homecoming. Filipino best friend, I think, right? No, I don't think he's gay. No, no? I thought no. he was. Uh, no, no, I think you would have heard about it, but uh, I mean, regardless, he may or may not be. But when Spider-Man Homecoming came out, I remember all these people celebrating, and I think Teen, you watched it, you said it was really good because it was actually like Queens, which it is very looks diverse. A lot like Queens, yeah, yes. and people were yeah. celebrating that because you watch something like the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, the and like it's not, everyone's yeah. white there. And now these guys Those are trying are to claim this. Those are my favorite ones, too. The Tobey Maguire ones. Those are good. I do like <laughs> they are, I love they're entertaining. I really love I the Spider-Man to... first. The first Spider-Man, I really do like. Yeah. Spider-Man 1 and 2 are yeah. excellent. The Tobey ones. Yeah. I've not seen the, the Tom Holland ones. I, I think, I'm sure they're very good, but it's like, it's just become so pathetic. Just this they're, they're, I don't to... think that they're good. They're just not bad. Yeah, no, but the no, Homecoming was really good. I thought it was a they're really okay. good movie. They're not bad. Yeah, I'm just, it wasn't woke. It just it just looked like Queens. I'm not saying it was woke. It was just yeah, realistic to like Queens. Queens. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Everyone but, has been. There's so much praise for Matrix Resurrections. And oh like, God, no! Really? I, I like. Wait, is there? All I, I didn't see like is people, it. All I, I see is people saying it sucks. It I meh. fell asleep halfway through. Um, I thought it was good. Not great, but I thought it was good. I don't know. I I don't hate it, but I didn't love it. So. Yeah, that's I think the general reaction. A lot of people are like, "What? What the hell? Um, why is this so?" It looks so low budget. <laughs> it kind of did, didn't it? I think a lot of movies look low budget these days. They do. They, well, they, they I, do too much green screen shit, and it just well, it looks I, like I a think video HD game. is it's too much HD now. 4K was a mistake. I think 1080p mm-hmm. was like the highest resolution well, we should have gotten. Yeah, to. but Matrix. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about films here, right? But like, yeah. it, it's. Yeah. The thing is, um, like Licorice Pizza purposely used, I think, uh, old quality film. Good. Because oh, really? it was trying to replicate nice. that 70s look. Mm-hmm. It looks way better than a lot of the so-called like high-tech movies now with the best cameras and stuff. It's just... Uh, it just mm. I, I'm, yeah. yeah, no. I, I, I'm Power a, of the Dog and uh, The Last Duel look expensive. Okay. But they're, okay. they're, they're like 4K. You know, they're, they're the HD of all HD, right? Whatever the... There's just Film something about is, Matrix right? Resurre- Resurrections that looks cheap to me. And it looks like, like a video game. Just, but not even know. a good one. Yeah, it's like, it's like one of those uh, Enter the Matrix made in like 2003. Those games. Not like contemporary <laughs> Like if you Matrix watch games. Matrix 4 and ma- the first Matrix back to back, the first yeah. one looks so much better. I just thought that the idea of the analyst and like there being like this like gaslighting <laughs> the therapist, therapist. <laughs> was really funny. <laughs> I it's a it funny like a, concept, yeah. I thought it was a funny trolley movie, and I liked—I kind of liked <laughs> that uh, to an extent. It was fine. Um, I did chuckle with uh, with the you know the Merovingian and that whole thing. I the thought Merv. that was 
I thought the Merv was kind of funny, though. I think people th- thought it was cringy. I'm like, yeah, it was cringy, but I, f- I thought it was funny cringy because it was just sort of like, <laughs> like ridiculous. You're like, what? Remember in the scene in the Matrix Reloaded when he uh, programs that woman to have an yes. orgasm? Yes. <laughs> when I first saw that, I had no idea what the hell he did. I thought he oh killed her or, or like poisoned her or something. Oh like, what God. the hell is going on How old were you when that one came out? Um, he bombed guess, her vagina. Yeah, yeah I guess... Did. Um, what, when did that movie come out? 2002? Oh, the, Four? I thought no. it was like 2004. One? Yeah. yeah, Matrix Reloaded. When did the, it come the, out? The two and three came out the same year, right? Yeah, they were a good amount of time okay. after. I would have been one. like 14, 15 ish then, I guess. Okay. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah, I, just, I guess I just didn't really know it that well. Um, <laughs> human anatomy, but I was like, oh, that's what he did. Okay, I guess it's better than he, he killed her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> you sound like me talking about rewatching Dirty Dancing as an adult. <laughs> well, right, I've, never right. se- I've never seen that, so you're gonna have to quickly. Oh, you've never seen Dirty Dancing? No, I've seen clips of it on okay. TV and stuff. But why is there like, like a sexual like scene that you didn't understand? Well, I just didn't understand that there was an abortion subplot. I had no idea uh, what happened. Okay, mm. I feel like you would like that movie, uh, Chris. Dirty Dancing. Yeah, um, it's a good movie. I love. It's that a really movie. good movie. Yeah. That's the one with Classic. Patrick Swayze. I yeah. also didn't know mm-hmm. that everybody was supposed to be Jewish. Yeah, yeah, that's what. The- that like the cat skills are <laughs> supposed yes. to be like yes. the Jewish. <laughs> Really? As, as, some, as someone who grew up like Jewish in culture, it was like that was a big deal. It just didn't occur to me why anyone would be like lamenting the downfall of like Kellerman's but, Resort, and it's like also, the, the whole yeah. culture is going away. Yeah, and and also I think like Patrick Swayze's character that. isn't Jewish, so that's a big deal, right? Um, so yeah, so well, for none me, none of it was the help big, were Jewish, right? None of the it, yeah, that's a part of that movie that like people totally. Like it just it goes right over their head, but for like for me growing up, that was that was like a big part of it. Oh, right, they were yeah. they were lamenting the end of an era, for, right, and like this this something that really belonged to Jewish people, and I like absolutely totally went over my head. I mean, the like whole my abortion fam- subplot totally went over my head. <laughs> but my my family literally like, major, like went to major, those places. There was a, like there was a uh, there was a Chinese version of it on the East Coast. Uh, yes, yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was like a Poconos. Thing like a like it was a it was like a Poconos uh, sort of like family retreat, and it was like all these different Chinese families on the East Coast would go to the Poconos, and we'd live in cabins and you know do like family yeah. uh, activities and stuff mm-hmm. for like a week. Yeah, we did that. Well, yeah, and, and yeah, and the whole Jewish thing was like because I thought the, you meant there was like a Chinese dirty dancing that's what I on the East too. Coast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, 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 oh, we should do that. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> we have our own <laughs> gatherings of the uh-huh. <laughs> no, like yeah, soul yeah. searching, so, but like you know, in the in the in the, in the Poconos and the Catskills. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it reminds me. So, like Eliza, you're talking about how like you just sort of watch a ton of movies. Um, mm-hmm. The week before Christmas, or like maybe two weeks before Christmas, um, we went up, went up to the Catskills, just like uh, my a bit of my extended family, like mm-hmm. on my my, uh, my uh, wife's side, mm-hmm. and um, they're four they're four kids. And uh, I think the oldest is 10. Mm-hmm. And then we just watch a ton of movies. And, That's the um, best. They, but like, they, they, um, they, they've seen everything, though. Mm-hmm. So then it's like a, it's a, it takes like half an hour just to find a movie they haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, they sound like our family. Yeah. So like I've added a new movie to the Christmas movie lexicon, which is Jumanji 2. 
So um, <laughs> yes. Jumanji two <laughs> takes place in the in Christmas time. So now it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah you're right. It is. Yeah, exactly. I never thought about that yeah. one. Is the Rock so, in that one? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he's, okay. Oh, he's it's in very that, recent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, it, it's you know Jack Black, The Rock, Kevin Hart. Um, it's actually but, really funny. It's a very fun movie, but no movie can be less than like two and a half hours now. So it's it just incredibly long. And you're Jumanji like, what two the hell? Is two and a half hours? What the yeah, fuck? Yeah. And you're, wow. it's like, this is a kid's movie. And, the first Jumanji was yeah. quite long too. Yeah. 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 But it's a very fun movie. Uh, Ron's Gone Wrong is another I good movie. Um, I love that movie. I love that one. We, we, we got argued that from the for library. the first 30 minutes about who Ron was um, because I think <laughs> one of the kids had seen the trailer. So he knew who it was. But um, and in the beginning, we like were um, genuinely trying to like guess or be like, no, that's Ron. That's Ron. And then like he was getting so irritated that I think we just started joking about like, oh, no, no, no. That, that blade of grass. That has to be Ron. Uh, and um, so then Ron is like one of the robots. But uh, that was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I think you could ruin Christmas with the road. That would be the ultimate anti-Christmas <laughs> yes. movie. Everyone gather around. I got this movie. It's a Christmas movie called The Road. And by the end of it, everyone's just like, oh, Everyone just hell, wants to I'm... slit their wrists. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That's the best Christmas movie, everyone. The Road. The Road, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the closing is off. Um, Joan Didion passed away. Does anyone here care? Anyone nope. read her books? I've <laughs> never read her books. Chris, <laughs> you're probably the only oh, one no, who cares. She wrote Sorry. A great, she wrote, didn't she write the uh, that essay about the Santa Ana winds or whatever? She's a uh, great. I think she was she a great writer. I, I just never read it. I, yeah. I don't remember that, but I, I've read a couple of her books. Um, but I was surprised she was still alive. I mean, she was quite old, so um, she lived a full life. Uh, it wasn't like a tragic death. I saw uh, that Desmond Tutu just passed away. I was say, yeah. Today. Wasn't there somebody mm-hmm. a really like Wayne Tebow passed away to, uh, just today? The, the painter Wayne Tebow. Who's that? One of my favorite painters. Oh. Amazing. What did he paint? Is he related to Tim Tebow? He's the guy that. uh, (laughs) Yeah, he's the guy that painted um, like a lot of cakes and desserts, yeah, desserts and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, He he used to be like he used to be like a cartoon animation guy. So a lot of his a lot of his paintings have this sort of like mid-century cartoon look to it. That's that's cool. cool. Um, Yeah. Oh, the Joan Didion essay is called "Los Angeles Notebook." And it's really famous for um, a really, really good uh, four or five paragraphs about the Santa Ana winds and how they kind of make people go crazy in uh, <laughs> Los Angeles. And it talks about the dark side of Los Angeles. Isn't that a thing? Like the Santa Ana winds and people yeah, it's go a, crazy? It's hot, you know, well, Santa yeah. Ana winds are the things that have been actually um, right. causing it's a lot of right. Southern California to burn. Right. Um, it's a hot wind that blows yeah. over the uh, Sierra Nevada. And it it she it's this great four paragraph passage in this essay about how it drives people a little crazy, and it's a word it's nice. worth Imagine um, being becoming famous for a specific four or five paragraphs. <laughs> yeah, man. that's pretty I good. Think, yeah, that's yeah. good. Uh, yeah. A lot of people yeah. like get famous for maybe a, a phrase. So <laughs> a a five paragraphs. That's, yeah, that's damn good. Four paragraphs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, didn't um, Bell Hooks? Didn't she pass? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. That that caused yeah. the whole firestorm on Black yeah. Twitter. Uh, yeah. Which, um, yeah, it's, it's she was fairly young, into, I think. Sixty um, something. Yeah, think. Joan, yeah, Joan Didion was older, but Desmond Tutu was ninety four. I'm looking at yeah. some of these tweets. Uh, I'm revisiting the tweets that were posted in the um, in the outline, and like these went pretty viral. These did numbers. Oh yeah, 
I'm like, how do I miss these things? Well, probably because it's Christmas and you and yeah. you know you actually have no, a I life. Check, so. I check. Well, I mean, even though I have a life, I like I still check Twitter pretty often. It's the only social media that I really check like on a daily basis. I check it more than Instagram and all the other social media is pretty much gone. So I don't know how I'm missing these. Yeah. Maybe it's just like end of the year. It must it, be like the, the, um, the algorithms that it just uh, screwed up. Yeah. It could be who you follow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What topics you pay attention to. Probably. All right. I I Um, I kind of didn't really notice either, to be honest. I heard about it tangentially, but I didn't like, Go and, I didn't want to get involved, honestly. Yeah. Um. I I think we can wrap it up here. Uh, everyone has like last couple of sentences they want to say on these topics. Uh, feel free to go ahead. Uh, if not, uh, I think we can sign off. I think we have probably a couple more episodes before it's the new year, or maybe actually just one more. So just, yeah, just a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is our our sign off for this year for the free episode. So our happy listeners- new year. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for a year. See you next year. (laughs) (laughs) Or however long you've been listening to us, thank you. And we hope you continue doing so. So uh, bye to 2021, everyone. Yeah. All right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.